Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Limitless Landscapers podcast. I'm Paula, your host, and today I'm talking all about September. We are just about into the first week of September. School holidays are over. What does that mean for your business and what could you or should you be doing? Now, let's go to the show. As the co-founders of the Landscaper Circle, we help you get more money, time and freedom to become limitless through our experiences as fellow landscapers and our tried and tested methods. If you want help with your marketing, managing or growing your business, you've definitely come to the right place. If you're a landscaper, garden designer or supplier to the industry, then hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, let's get back to the show. Hello guys, how is September doing for you? For me, it is exciting. It feels very quiet now. The kids are back at school. So that's one weird thing to get your head around. You've gone from crazy, crazy kids around you all the time to suddenly it's peaceful, it's quiet. I think the dogs are enjoying it more than me. Everything's peaceful. We're in a really good routine. The kids are absolutely knackered, haven't gone back on Monday. So all in all, really good. We're still building our maintenance team. We've got our new maintenance team starting. So we've got two more employees there running under Sean. So they're just getting on with some maintenance stuff. More work's coming in. Everything's looking good. So September is an exciting month because next month we go into the last quarter of the year and we really should be thinking now what our strategy is going to be going into the last quarter and obviously into next year as well and I'm all about not putting yourself under pressure but I'm also all about let's try and get some stuff in place now so we're not you know rushing around stressing out and getting anxious as we go into what is winter the last quarter we've got Christmas closed down and all of that anxious anxiety driving things that are going to happen in business So today I just wanted to share with you some ideas, things that I'm going to be doing in my business, things that you could be doing in your business, things that you might already be doing, but there might be a few things that you're not doing that will help you going into the last quarter. First things first though, if you want to book a free call with me to discuss your landscaping business, grab a free call. I've got three available. That is it. Once they're gone, this is pretty much off the back of how successful the calls were a couple of months back. I managed to help quite a few people and obviously some of them have become one-to-one clients of mine through the Landscapers Coach. So if you are looking for some help with your business planning, want to grow your business, want to do things differently going into next year, grab a call. All you have to do is email paula at thelandscaperscoach.co.uk and I will schedule you in. Now, what am I doing? Actually, I am currently working with my good friend, Charlotte, who's helping me out at the moment. As you may have heard on another podcast live, I can't remember which way around I did it. And essentially, we are working on an SEO strategy for the business, for both my business, TLC, and also my landscaping business, Aura Landscape. So we are simultaneously working on different contract, different content that we're going to be creating. So in the form of blogs, videos, obviously for for hear the podcast, all of that sort of jazz. And we're also looking at email campaigns as well. So we are setting up some automated email campaigns that will target specifically selected people that will be 
good for my business to chat to. So again, that's one thing that you could look at adopting in your business. And it's very simple, very easy, but we don't put our efforts there. And email is a great way to connect with people, to introduce yourself to people. But obviously, it's all about the follow-up as well. So when I'm saying, let's set up some automated email campaigns, you are going to have to have a follow-up process with that as well. So whether it's a follow-up email sequence, whether it's a follow-up call, whatever is your bag, you need to make sure that's in place as well. But if we could create some good automated email campaigns that could continue to generate leads for your funnel, your sales funnel, that you could convert into work, wouldn't that be amazing? And I'm talking about not just email campaigns to connections that you want to build connections with, to people you want to connect with, to people that may be able to promote your business, refer business to you, people that you could collaborate with but also to your existing clients that have purchased from you, people that haven't bought from you, but you've got their details on your inquiry log. If you don't have an inquiry log, why not? A simple spreadsheet is all you need. But essentially, you could create a number of email campaigns to collect referrals, to run a competition, to generate more leads, a referral campaign. Maybe you could just use it to upsell other services you offer or other products you offer that would work for them as a client. Perhaps you have a new service you've launched. Like myself, we've launched maintenance. So obviously the key thing is to then set up an email campaign to go out to existing clients to tell them about this and also people that haven't bought from us but have inquired, say know about us and let them know about the brand new service we're offering. So think about what you could be doing now that will your marketing efforts and your strategy that will fill your funnel going forward and obviously making sure that you're not going to run out of leads. I know people start getting a bit anxious about that. But essentially, making sure that you're filling your funnel all the time. Could you do social media campaigns, like a competition on social media to try and generate contact details for your email campaigns? So you're building your list. So what activities could you do that would build your email list to then be able to make your email list even more effective because you've got more people on there? So it's all about thinking about marketing strategy. Another thing that I'm doing this September is doing a lot of planning. And that's because a lot of opportunities have presented themselves to me, which I'm so, so grateful for and very excited for. But obviously with every opportunity, you have to look at it in both the pro and the con side of things. So you have to look at it from the positive per person, the positive side, the angel on your shoulder, and the devil who's going to give you the cons as well. And that takes a lot of planning. So it's thinking through different scenarios. It's also running the numbers. I hope by now, if you've listened to this podcast long enough, this could be your first one, in which case I suggest you go back and start listening to some older ones as well. You'll notice that what I'm going to say now, I say in nearly every episode, and I feel like it is every episode, but essentially when you're running your numbers to decide whether an opportunity is worthwhile, to decide whether to take on that client, to decide whether to buy that product, to decide whether to rent that office. You need to run the numbers. And the way you do that is through your cash flow forecast. So that's another thing that I am working through this week, not just with myself, but with a few clients of mine as well, who are all looking at their numbers because they're all growing, which is fantastic. But it's also scary um, and when you start plugging your figures and your numbers into your cash flow forecast, you will start feeling a little bit anxious about it. 
But the idea is once you start doing it and once you start utilizing it in such a way that you can plan your business and plan your growth better, the anxiety goes away and you use it as a planning tool and you use it in the way it's meant to be to make informed choices and decisions in your business so that you are not just going by your gut or by your head, as we tend to do. We are trying to plan out the growth in our business. So I will be working through my cash flow forecasting. And on the other side of the coin, I'll be looking at job costings. So I'll be looking at the maintenance side and their job costings and what is working, what profit they're making, what I can expect to happen going forward. Same with the hard landscaping side, same with the design side. So for me, I'm treating my full service landscaping business as three businesses. I only run one cash flow, but essentially there's three areas we can generate money and there's three areas that cost us money and that is design, build and maintenance. So looking at all of that to plan forward, you need to run a really good cash flow forecast. And then it's looking at goals because the thing is, you probably last set some goals at the beginning of the year. And those goals and life has changed. You may have changed as a person. Things that you used to think were important to you may no longer be important. Maybe you've achieved all the goals you set at the beginning of the year, which well done, fantastic, good job. But you need to set some more because we can't stay standing still. You might want to set some personal goals. Maybe your business goals are chugging along. You're set to reach them. Maybe you just want to set some personal goals for yourself. Whatever it may be, now is the time to start setting some new goals for yourself based on where you are at now. So this is also a time when you start setting new goals, you can start to beat yourself up that you haven't achieved the goals that you'd set or you're not on target to achieve those goals. And what I'm here to tell you is it doesn't matter. Just look at where you are now. And that is looking at your cash flow, looking at your inquiry log, looking at your open quotes, all of the figures that you have to hand about your own business. And then look at what is realistic. It's a slight stretch, but it can be achieved. What could you set that's an achievable goal? What's a stretch goal on that that you could achieve? So it's looking at what's achievable, but what could be a stretch goal that you actually, if you pushed yourself slightly harder over the next couple of months, you could actually achieve. So looking at realistic and stretch goals. And then looking at what you want next year to look like, because we're coming towards the end of this year. We're going into Christmas, dare I say it, the big C word. No one wants to talk about. I certainly don't. And next year is a brand new year. And sometimes we leave it till the last minute to think about goals for next year. This is a perfect time to think, what's the goals we want to achieve by the end of the year in the next four months? And also, what do I want from next year to make sure that it's different to this year? And really, most importantly, how do you want to feel next year compared to how you're feeling now? Is that are you feeling quite unhappy about where you are in business? Are you feeling a bit overwhelmed in business? Whatever it is, what feeling would be better for you next year? And how can you make that happen? So what changes could you implement that doesn't have to be immediate, but we can phase in? Maybe your role in the business has adapted, changed, or maybe it's too much and you want to get other people involved, but you can't afford it right now. That's absolutely fine. Why not put that on next year's list? And when could that actually realistically happen? Again, it's all about planning, but it's also about setting goals, but the feelings around them. If you feel stressed now and you think, I'm going to add another three teams into my business, I'm going to do this and this. 
you're going to do is feel stressed next year. How do you want to feel? What do you want to do next year? Do you want more time off, less time off? Do you want, obviously everyone wants to make more money and that's great, but what other things do you want in your life next year? How do you want to feel next year? Do you want to be able to say, I went on holiday three times next year, this year. If you haven't been on holiday, maybe that is a goal that you want to just go on holiday next year and have a proper break. No phones, no emails and no one annoying you for a week, whatever that may be. It's a time for like reflection but also a time for preparation to make sure that we can actually achieve some of the things that are really important to you in life. And I think that's something that you need to start thinking about. What is truly important? Is it a landscaping business that dominates the UK? I don't know. What is your goals? What do you want out of life? Because that is essentially all that matters really. Are you happy? Do you feel happy? And what is it that's making that happen? What makes you happy? And that's quite a deep question to ask. And some of us, even myself sometimes, are like, what does make me happy? And you have to really think, you have to look within. And I think you can come to your own conclusions and then plan your business around that. Because ultimately, we are here to create a life to love. And ideally, our business would support that. We are not here to work and hustle 24-7 in order to make millions, but live a really unhappy life no time spent with the family, maybe breaking the family because you're working too much. We are here to create a really wonderful life for ourselves, however that looks to you. So it's time for a bit of reflection as well today. I don't know why I went that deep, but anyway, these are the things that you start to think about. I always think of September almost like the same way I think as January, because for me, I've just come out of six weeks of basically being a full-time parent and childcare provider because I'm used to the kids being at school for quite a few hours a day so I can get on my work whereas I've just had full-on six weeks you know with the day here or there where I've had help and childcare where I can do five minutes of work or a few calls but essentially it's been six weeks of full-on madness and it's been wonderful madness and I would prefer that because one of my goals is that I want to spend more time with my children and my family and part of my childhood was that I didn't have that because my mum had to work full time my dad wasn't there so he was working away all the time so essentially my goal has always been to be around for the kids on every holiday now I might not be able to be there every single day I think I had a day or two a week where I worked but they went to clubs or they went to their grandparents and that's fine but essentially that was one of my goals and the only way I could make that happen was to make sure my business worked around me and I urge you to think about the same things. What is it that you want so that you can make your business create that life for you? And I think that's the most important thing. So going into September, I'm full of excitement because I get to set hours on my business again. I don't have to rely on people for childcare. The kids still get me from three o'clock onwards. I'm mum again. But essentially, I get to spend time with them and I get to build my businesses and get to work on my businesses and be me again for that time. So it feels like a January kind of thing where we're going in there all guns blazing. So September is an exciting month for me. And this is why I tend to go through a kind of a reflective period and a planning mode. And also I do take care of my, myself at the time. So next week as a celebration, we've doubled our staff in Aura Landscapes in four weeks. It's insane growth and potentially a couple more people coming on board as well. So things are changing rapidly here. 
which is great. And so I have rewarded myself with a spa day on Monday. So I'm going to go and chill out and enjoy the peace and quiet with two of my good friends and do some more reflection, just chill out and enjoy and know that's time for me and not feel guilty about it. I think that's the most important thing to do when you need some time out and you want to celebrate something that's happened in your business. I'm all about celebration. Then don't feel guilty because I think that's what can happen. We tend to achieve these milestones. We want to celebrate them which often means having some you time, doing something that you like, and then you start feeling guilty. So I'm giving you permission to do all of that with no guilt attached. So that is really it for today. I want you just to think about, I want you to reflect, I want you to plan, I want you to look at marketing because we need to make sure we're continuing to fill these funnels. I want you to think about where you can be connecting with people. Are you going to the shows? This month, there's two in September at least coming up, Grounds Fest and the Landscape Show. Are you going? I would urge you to go because you can connect with people and collaborate with people. But essentially, what are your plans over the next four months and how is that going to impact you going into 2024? And what are your new goals for the rest of 2023 going into 2024? Please share. I'd love it. If you've listened to this, yes, great. I'm going to share this with Paula send me an email, paula at thelandscapescoach.co.uk. As I said earlier, if you want to grab a call to discuss me helping you in your landscaping business or growth or anything like that, shoot me an email. Otherwise, I will see you on next week's podcast. Bye, guys.